The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band is continuing preparations for the hunt. Valentine sent Toby to collect his weapons as Atticus dressed for the hunt. Eli picked up Morgan and relayed the Inquisitor's orders, and Morgan tried to bribe the King's Chief Warden. What will happen now that they've resorted to violence and security is closing in? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From the Warden's Manual There will be times when people attempt to sneak new things into your ecosystem, and the question you must ask yourself as Warden is, will this help or hurt the ecosystem? Footnote. More importantly, will it help or hurt the king's amusement? These are the questions you will have to consider. Best of luck in your chosen career path. You're going to be great. Alarms are blaring as the warden's staff sort of like pulling around uh, the the command station. Uh, and it won't be long before uh, security is, is up here with you. Uh, the warden himself has... Wait, wait, hang on. Are these people outside the room or are they inside with us? There's people like converging, but like literally he just yelled, help, help. People weren't like standing at the doors ready. So they're converging on the room. Yes. How <laughs> Morgan's instant instinct in this is like flee. So I'm just thinking, how far are we from the carriage that Eli brought? And yeah. then well, is there any other door in this room? Describe that this was up on the wall yeah. as a, a sort of a, yeah. a central structure overlooking. So there's one of those fun kind of back and forth fire escape style stairwells all the way down. Mm-hmm. You guys were brought up in an elevator. Um, or there is the reserve if you want to jump off the wall into and try and disappear into the uh, the reserve itself. But, but the carriage is not on that side. Carriage is parked out front. We need to get back to the mm-hmm. carriage if possible. So that's what Morgan is thinking. Um, if we turn back around and look out the door. I think just a just a parting to uh, the the head warden is just 
excuse us, we will be leaving. And then turning on her heel and trying to, we're going to try to get back down to our carriage as fast as possible. I think that's where Morgan's head is yeah. at. Yeah. Okay. Before more people come to arrest us. <laughs> Great. Um, so he's just holding his jaw. Uh, I mean, you hit him in the head, not the jaw. His temple. His I temple. Think it's up to you. I mean, hit, wherever you just want me to have hit him. In general, yeah. just yelling like, help, into his, uh, into his uh, headset. Um, so Morgan and Eli, you immediately like turn around. You book it across the, the bougie carpet, which is a little slippery, not great. Uh, throw open the door and are immediately just slammed with people who are running up those stairs. All right. Eli would just like to yell. It's like, it's like the attacker fled into the preserve. The, the attacker fled into the preserve. He was dressed like one of you. And the warden will be like, no, he didn't. It's them. Arrest them. I need a, I need the <laughs> most difficult deception role you have like, ever shut rolled. Up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in the room. He can talk. Oh, I thought he was further away. No, you guys left. It's like, I think. He turned around and went out the door. Oh. He went out the door and then they were there. So you were just outside the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be fair, I appreciate it. It was a great call, but I he was not asleep. I didn't think that he, okay. I, I had a misunderstanding of what the, what okay, it looked like. You don't so need that's to roll fine. this then, but I feel like you could also no, okay. just luck out. I was going to say, do you want to go back and just set up what you would do when you came out of the room? No, let's just go with right. it. So this is difficult. We're flying by the suite of her pants. Yep. There is an episode Eli title I want so bad. The suite of the pants. It truly is that right now. If you're wondering how fucking stressed Laura and Del were over the break, it is very stressed. We had to have stress hug. We did. Yes. We're in this together. All right, so <laughs> not to add done? to that, five difficulty. Yeah. Um, what am I rolling? Deception? Deception. <laughs> um, how many people That's are a here? How many guards? Folks. Like a bunch. How many is a bunch? There are six coming up the uh, fire escape. There's like people coming along the, the, like the parapet wall to come into the office. And there are jeeps pulling up around the, the base that people are, are hopping out of. What's the ceiling in this hallway like? Uh, you've stepped out of the, because there's no hallways, literally like office into fire escape. So you're mm -hmm. standing on the edge of the wall, top of a fire escape. People have just come rushing up the fire escape. For the Ooh. sake of visuals, is this like a raised ranger station style thing? This is a, if you had like a giant concrete wall around, like think Jurassic Park. Like if you had a giant wall around a nature preserve and you have an office at the top yeah. of that that overlooks it, it's that. So not quite a ranger station. Okay, but, so, but like, like, yeah, where they like go up to see like the raptor enclosure where they yes. look down and see yeah, it like exactly. fenced in, so, only it's okay. miles. It, it's, like a, it's like an office that has been attached to the top of the thing and then there's small... Like a uh, prison would actually be a good example too. There's little prison towers, mm -hmm, but this is mm -hmm. like a larger office, but it's not a complex structure. It's literally one giant room with uh, the monitors and the giant screen to oversee everything. So okay. not a lot of places to run other than out the sides, over the wall and in or over the wall and out. You guys have gone out uh, back towards the carriage, which is parked at the bottom of the stairs and elevator. Right. Okay. See what happens for Eli. Yep. I have nothing. I have no talents. So that would mean you're just rolling on pure cunning. That hurts. You can spend the one remaining story point you have if you would like. <laughs> if you'd like to make You didn't say the difficult. I mean, I have to do it. Oh, okay, difficulty. great. Oh, okay, I didn't hear it. I was in my brain. I think I have to. I don't. I don't know if it's possible. Here's no, the deal. I if the story point won't save you, 
you might want to save it for if shit gets even worse. Yeah. That's surprisingly three threats. See, that's not that bad. It wasn't a failure. <laughs> well, some... It wasn't a success. It wasn't a success. <laughs> it wasn't a success, <laughs> but um, that was fucking miraculous. Yeah. All right. So three threat. They uh, they grab you, but they don't like immediately tackle you to the ground and start beating Good. you because they're like, wait a minute, what? And the the warden is like, no, no, just oh my head. I think metal arms. Uh, the warden is disoriented. You have to go after the escaped attacker. <laughs> Okay. And Morgan just puts her hands up. I'm certain we can sort all of this messy business out. But she's, after having visions of looking down the catwalk and thinking, if I try to rappel down there, but I have no bird, I have no equipment, I have no, it's just like, okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, so various wardens uh, surround you, including the one you, you talk to, who's just like coming up the bottom of the stairs, looking up, just going like, because <laughs> she definitely like knew you guys were shady, we were shady but did it trouble, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just Morgan, as your uh, you know, as your hands are being roughly pulled behind mm-hmm. you and secured, probably by zip tie, because oh, which like they're also super hurts. Because the other terrible thing about this hot weather is her back is so itchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just so cut up and yeah. having a bad time. It's just like oh, Z- zip tie your hands, and as you're kind of forced to the ground as well, both of you can kind of see through the grate as wardens kind of like surround your your carriage. Um, and uh, like you know, take the keys out, put a boot it's on fine. it. Like, this is all fine. Uh, meanwhile, um, going according to plan. <laughs> Atticus and Valentine, uh, you have dressed for the occasion. Uh, you just need to present yourselves at the at the, the hunting range. Also, no one here has slept. I, we already took our strain on this, mm-hmm. but I really want to point out everyone is very tired. tired. Yeah, uh, you worked through the night. Um, so. How do you want to deliver the Lord to to the event? Uh, this would be a carriage just to officially arrive. The only question he'd have for you is, uh, my Lord, for the hunt, do you wish to uh, set off into the preserve on foot or do you wish to ride Victrix towards? Sometimes in hunts, they've allowed mounts for those who are hunting. I believe um, Victrix can remain at home. I'd like to uh, do this on foot. Excellent choice, sir. I believe it's time for us to set off, if you are prepared. Yes. I'll check in with our mutual friends once we're on the road and see if we need to pick up our other mutual friend. Very good. Great. So we go and load into the carriage, and then Valentine just turns on his microbead, and he's like, uh, Captain Rules. Am I on the ground? What's yeah, happening Yeah, they're waiting for Royal Guard to show up. So presumably, like, timeline-wise... Royal Guard have probably arrived by the time they would call. Yeah, I was going to say, because like, we would have left, like, you, you've had time to go, deal yeah. with this, get to the hunt, all that shit. So we, have, we, we left the house, you're already arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Captain, Captain Rules? Cat. Am I, I can't talk at all? I can't send a silent text message through there my is, system? By, I mean, they, I'll, explain where, I'll explain where you guys are in a second. Right. Yeah, say, a microbead like, is like an earpiece, so also they could take it if they wanted to. It's not built into the person. Yeah. So like they, they would have definitely done that. I was going to say you're in a, like they've loaded you into the back of the paddy wagon situation now, so like mm-hmm. you're you're in custody of uh, the King's Guard. But yeah, yeah if microbeads aren't installed, they no, would have removed... They're a yeah. physical piece that you can take on and off. Remove both of yeah. them. Uh, uh, C- Clarence. 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 Well. Uh, and he'll go off and say, my lord apparently things have become complicated with our friends and perhaps our package. 
However, we need to go to the hunt to continue our ongoing work. Do we have time to collect our package before the hunt? There are a great many questions, one of which would be where, in this theoretical journey, our package has gone missing. Ah, so we don't know exactly where it is. Correct, sir. Lovely. Well, then? There are two options, sir. What? We could continue on our way and pick up our mutual friend and continue about this hunt and resolve it afterwards. Or we continue on the way, pick up our mutual friend, convince him to become your aid on this quest, and then I go try to solve this problem. But I will not have your authority at this time, and it leaves you much more vulnerable in the field which endangers the mission. No, we're not doing that one. Time to go to a hunt. What a <laughs> gift we've been given. Some interesting challenges. I may have to talk to a space marine before I was entirely prepared to. What a gift. Uh, fun day. Fun day. Yes, sir? Yeah, Atticus is kind of like unnerved by <laughs> watching Valentine kind of go through this process as a character kind of thing. I'm just yeah. like, uh, yes, quite. Uh, so we carry on to the hunt. Exactly. It's Sometimes my our choice. Our, yes, our choice is to continue on to the hunt, picking up a friend who'll be hunting solo, and then uh, we'll see what happened to our friends afterwards. Yes. Maybe they won't be our friends anymore. Oh. Hmm. Don't well, trouble yourself, sir. Focus on the hunt. Today we need to win a duke's heart for the emperor. Yes, for the emperor. What's uh, what's Atticus feeling behind that? For the for that hmm. Oh, just uh, like I've I've lost the plot. What? (laughs) (laughs) Is the inquisitor is the inquisitorial party dead? (laughs) Yep, fair. Are they gone? Gotcha. All right, uh, we got to go pick up Pajama Man from a ditch (laughs) (laughs) for the emperor. Yeah. supporting the fable and folly network here's another show we know you'll love i got this really strange email last night i need to see what's going on with this mystery file hey it's a map of a town called ocean bay someone sent these images to you for a reason i'm so lost right now when was the last time you chose a direction and followed it i'm going to ocean bay We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, Space Marine. 
That's right, it's me, one of the biggest, toughest orcs in the biggest, toughest war in the galaxy. If you think that you and all your other beaky boys are going to come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever, then you're going to need a hell of a lot of help. And you're going to need it from Patreon.com slash DumbDumbDice. I hear for just one of your Imperium dollars, you can join a Patreon-only Discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans. Or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're going to need to rev up that chainsaw, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait. No, don't, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Oh, why, it's charged up by the power of Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Marine! All right, so you go off to pick up Pajama Man from the ditch. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Eli and Morgan, well, we've got you. Um, you are being transported um, in, again, like one of the uh, Royal Guard ships. Um, no one has answered any of your questions. Uh, you've clearly been turned over by the wardens. Uh, you heard some talk that the carriage will be impounded um, sort of as as part of this investigation. Okay. Um, the, uh, the, there's no windows or anything on, on this vehicle. Obviously it's, it's locked. Um, you don't know where you're going. What would you and Eli discuss anything on route to where you're going? Or is this kind of a, we don't know how fucked we are. So we kind of need to see how fucked we are kind of situation. Yeah, it is big time. Morgan is constantly just trying to get as much information as possible. Like, I don't think she's perfect at figuring out exactly where they're going, but if they're our stops if there's any talk of any of the other guards just trying to be a sponge for information okay right so now. you're in a like um this isn't like the back of a cop car situation this is like a a locked box Closed, yeah, yes but yeah. even just there's differences no... in the ground underneath us so you're anything, liam neeson taking I'm trying yeah. to yeah. i don't know if i can but that's the only thing you use it's not gonna be useful to talk to eli right now in gotcha. her opinion <laughs> eli would automatically be doing the same thing yeah so Great. we're just trying so to the taken wait. Taken two, yeah. I should point yeah, out, yes. not the first one, the Took second one. We're just he... memorizing the turns, estimating distances. Gotcha. Um, okay. I can safely say that neither of you know this place well enough and you're floating through the sky. So you get nothing from oh. it. It's, it feels nice. It feels well, good to have nice. something to do. Um, well, <laughs> it does. Is there anyone with us? Uh, no, they're all up front. Well, then fuck it. Eli's just going to close his eyes and... Eli takes a Did nap. Did you nap? <laughs> Not a, just a mental nap. A true space combat veteran. <laughs> yeah. Nothing no. I can do during transit. <laughs> Sleep. Yeah. Uh, you can recover one non-social strain. Cool. I had two. Right? I'm a little nap skis. Um, all right, so um, suddenly, uh, not as long after as you would perhaps think, uh, the vehicle shutters uh, and comes to a landing. And uh, the the door is open at the back, and there's two guards with guns pointing inward. Mm -hmm. um, and one uh, comes in and says, um, uh, "You're Captain Varnes, right?" Captain Varnes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're a rogue trader. You're not. You're not from around here, right? That's correct. It seems that we have caused quite a stir. Yeah, yeah. You can stop talking now. Listen, you're coming with me. Uh, you there, uh, sleepy, sleepy guy. You're going to stay here for a few minutes. You don't cause any trouble, all right? And Eli just nods. Curt nod. You I like. 
um, pulls you out, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan. Doors get slammed behind you. Um, and uh, you can see that uh, you've been brought to a, what looks like a, um, almost like a, a chalet. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just like a fancy lodge um, that is kind of near, I think with a quick scan, you can see that like the hunting preserve isn't too far away or okay. the hunting reserve isn't too far away. Um, you're kind of just like up on a, it's it's artificial because there's no mountains here, but you, there's sort of an almost an artificial platform overlooking uh, all of it. And it is fancy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, you've basically landed on the equivalent of like a helipad on the side. And um, there are various guests and things who kind of turn and, and are, are, are a titter with uh, the, the sight of you. Um, and it is it is the fanciest fuckers um, on the on the planet uh, that are that are kind of about um, not from any shame that you would feel, uh, but you are going to take two points of social strain mm-hmm. just from being perp walked out. Okay. Damaged reputation kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's hard looking because the thing is, if you came out of it looking like Morgan at the beginning of the adventure, oh, yeah. I think everyone would be like, oh, my God. It's like it's the hot mugshot thing where it's like, yeah. oh, my God, she's so <laughs> cool. Look, look at this. But instead you come out looking like like she's looking sweaty, rough, rough yeah. bloody, yeah. like garbage because you've just had a rough ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a lot of like it's less that you're being arrested more than you look bad doing it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And uh, so you're you're kind of like um, brushed past those people into the lodge. Uh, you can see it's a large. Um, uh, there's like a huge bar set up. Um, there's a bunch of mounted heads. It's got kind of windows on all sides. Um, fancy people are kind of strewn about. Um, there's a number of video screens that have been set up. Um, lots of like gun racks where like weapons have been placed and like swords and, and like spears. Everyone is dressed in uh, some. Most folks are dressed in their their sort of fanciest. Uh, think like ski gear. So, well, I mean, summer, so no, it'd have to be lighter than that. They're all dressed in like light, uh, almost Wimbledon, like if you're going to go watch Wimbledon gear. So it's a lot of white um, and, you know, shorts and skirts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but a few people are dressed in full hunter camo, uh, mm-hmm. like they are going on a hunt today. They are clearly not. Uh, it's a lot of like, this is what I wore 10 years ago and it doesn't right. really fit anymore, but I feel cool. <laughs> so many pith helmets, like pith helmets as far as <laughs> I can see. Um, and you're brought past those into uh, sort of, there's a large set of double doors with a guard on each side. Um, and uh, the doors open and um, there's a, a large like Mr. Burns style office. So like a lot of red, giant, like bear in one corner Um a pair of stuffed Ehrlichs in combat uh, mm. in another corner. A uh, large table with tusks uh, kind of at all four corners, uh, behind which sits uh, the king, uh, who is uh, in conversation with Forrest Pollard uh, as you enter. And he just says, ah, the captain, wonderful. Uh, sorry, you'll have to excuse us. And um, Pollard just nods to him. And walking past you just gives you kind of an inscrutable look. Um, oh, but Morgan's trying to not be ill. Right? Yep. <laughs> Um, but almost more as a, yeah, you wouldn't pull anything because you're just trying yeah, not to be She's Ill. trying to not, she, she would not look is, back at him. Yeah, at it all. is, it is like, you just feel the shadow and the yes. weight of him passing and like the servos of the armor as he stomps past. Um, and, uh, you hear the, the door shut, uh, behind him and, uh, the guards kind of take up posts at, at either side of the door. They're not leaving you alone in here with him. Um, but uh, he says, uh, please, please, uh, Captain Varn, uh, have have a seat. Uh, he's got a couple of like much smaller, less comfortable chairs in mm-hmm. front of his giant desk. Great. She's going to nod. Her hands are still behind her back and she's going to 
as smoothly as she can get over to that chair, give him a, a bow. I apologize for not being in my finery right now. Oh, oh, please. It's hunting day. Everyone here is in their dirty clothes. Like, you've just seen this, like, immaculate white, like, yep. parade. And she'll sit. Uh, and he says, uh, so I understand uh, that you have been... Uh, getting up to no good, uh, specifically trying to bribe my warden. Yes, I suppose you can consider your warden very loyal to you. He oh. seemed to think I would ruin the day for you, and so he told me no. Yeah, yeah, no, that, th- th- good, good for him, I guess. Uh, listen, why are you trying to ruin the fun here, uh, Captain? Th- that was his opinion. I thought that... I could bring a little more spice to your day. Spice to my day. So spice by letting yourself win. I mean, you're, I got to tell you, I mean, I know you, this is your, your first celestial season. You are eating shit at this. I mean, you didn't arrive anywhere remotely close to, I mean, fucking Guinevere landed sooner than you did in that race. Mm. Uh, so like you're way behind there. <laughs> you look like absolute garbage. Uh, your second is also arrested, I guess. Um, you're just, I mean, I don't know what you're, how you're planning on winning this thing. So what you, you, you're failing. So you're going to cheat to win that. That was the spice. The spice was someone who can't possibly win. The competition is going to win. You know, that just means this is a waste for me, right? Like you're not going to win. So why ruin it for everyone else? I did not mean to ruin anything. And yes, perhaps winning is out of my hands, but I thought that someone who is here just to do things differently might perk your interest. So he comes over around in front of the desk and he just like hops up on it and starts kind of kicking his legs. And he's like, all right, okay. So you're saying you're going to add some spice to the day. I trust that isn't just like a dead Ehrlich or a wounded Ehrlich, right? You're not. No, that is typical. And it would be much better fresh kill of an Ehrlich. Um, and he starts to, he starts to grin. Can you roll me a, probably a charm? It's gonna go poorly for me, but sure. <laughs> well, what what skill do you think? Uh, what what, yeah, what no, do you want to make a case for here? Because I feel like I don't even know how to how to play this situation as as her. It's like it's true. It's not as dead Ehrlich. So I'll, yep. I'll I'm going to lean doing this straight with him because yep. if he catches me in a super lie. It could go poorly. And if I'm just like, sure, I'm a mess. Here's what it is. <laughs> then who knows? But great. So I'll do charm. And difficulty? Uh, difficulty of three. Mm-hmm. Get a boost for the circumstance. Okay. Uh, you get a setback for how badly you're doing the competition. He is, he is <laughs> serious a, about yeah, that. He did, like, yeah, okay. yeah. This is all the people who are mad when... Uh, fucking what's his name was taking his run at like the most home runs that anytime anyone beat the Yankees they're like you're getting in the way of him setting a record and everyone's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. so it's sense. very much that yeah. yeah and I mean even if this goes poorly I'm like I need to just get a read on this and try not to piss this guy off that's mm-hmm. where I'm playing All right. one advantage one advantage okay um, so he's like yeah I mean uh, I get that that is that is true that is I mean the thrill of the hunt is uh it, it's unparalleled and you know I just I don't know that I I trust someone who clearly has never been hunting uh, any kind of gestures mm-hmm. to your outfit um to to know what what spice means and so 
it seems to me that you really are just trying to ruin one of the best and most sacred parts of this competition. So, and then it clicks a button and one of the screens jumps to life uh, and you see uh, Forrest Pollard holding Eli over the edge of the um, uh, the hunting reserve. He says, so here's, here's what I'm kind of getting at. Mm. You say you have something spicy for me and that sounds interesting. And I got to tell you, I'm kind of bored with my warden slipping in hurt animals for me to kill. They'd think I don't notice, but I am a true hunter at heart. I've been doing this a long time. So here's the fun thing. You can either give me something cool to do during this thing. Cause I thought I was gonna have to sit this one out, but if you got something that's interesting to me. Mm. So either you give me something spicy to do, or I'm going to drop your man in there and I'll uh, either hunt him or collect him as a trophy. So it, you got to be straight with me. What do you got? Yes, I understand. And as you say, I'm not going to win. This is not about winning for me. So if you would like to take our prize and win that at a hunt. What's the prize? It's something that was beneath Bolensong Manor. And he's... Like looks, he's like, wine. You're gonna hunt wine, mm. dusty tomes. It is a very, very old vintage. A fucking old vintage wine, or wait, or are you talking like a mummy? What are we? What are we? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? And he just goes over. You see him open a little drawer and just sniff a line out of it, and then close it. Uh, and he turns back. And he says, "What are we talking about here? What? What? What kind of vintage? How old? What?" Why would I hunt that? How am I going to shoot wine? Do you want to know what it is ahead of time, or wouldn't the surprise be worth waiting if for? If it's a fucking vole or something, then I'm going to be really upset. I if it is the corpse of, like, Guinevere's great uncle or something, I don't care. I knew that guy, and he sucked. So, no, I need some assurance that this isn't going to make me look like an asshole. Because, look, I'm not supposed to be down there. It's all supposed to be about my stupid nephew and all the fucking romance shit. And... I'm not allowed to participate, so I'm just saying if there's something that's not supposed to be in there and I can go hunt it on the down low on the most important hunt day of the fucking season, that would be pretty great for me and I would be into that. So into it that I might not just have you and your friend killed. I would appreciate that. I figured you might. Yes. So what is it? It is a long, long lost brother of your forest Pollard. Oh, fuck. Does that interest you, King? You know he will kill you. Actually, hang on. Uh, And he just reaches into his desk, pulls out a a last pistol, and turns around and just shoots both the guards. Uh, And then sits back down. He says, uh, tapping the gun against his head. He's Mm. like, so that, like, he's gonna... I'm glad that you had him leave, but... Yeah, yeah, no, you understand. You don't fuck with space marines, right? You don't fuck with them unless they are fallen ones. He's not a fallen... Are you... This is heretical nonsense. You think I'm going to be able to take down a space marine? You don't need to do it. It is already done. You need only to claim the kill. So wait. You've got a dead... fallen space marine. What does that even mean? You'll have to open it up to find out. Oh. Shit. And he just opens the drawer uh, and snorts another line. 
Atticus and Valentine, uh, you have arrived at the hunting grounds. We have Pajama Man. Uh, yeah, you can. Do you want to play a little scene with picking up? Pajama oh, Man? I'm fine with just picking up Pajama Man because it would just be like, yeah. did, did they, like, you know, he gets in, he sees the bird, and he's like, okay, Toby, <laughs> come with us. He's going to go over to Toby and just like hold out like an arm for Toby to hop on. He's trying to think of stuff. Toby he's responds seen. <laughs> to voice commands when it's not Morgan. Okay. On. Okay. <laughs> he climbs back in and they just start driving. And he's like, so. Captain Rolls Vaughn left you? Uh, y- yeah, she she asked me to guard the bird. <laughs> Excellent. Did she say where she was going? Well, no. Her her servant, uh, Mister Clarence, showed up in in a carriage that seemed rather weighed down. Uh, and then they said they they had to to go off. And I don't. They seemed kind of confused about where they were going, and they certainly didn't tell me. Uh, but I would hope that they are going to find me some appropriate attire for the hunt, because as you can see, I'm not particularly camouflaged right now. Well, unfortunately, they were supposed to find us a number of things. So. Clarence made it to Captain Rolls. Correct. And then they continued on their journey. And apparently, Captain Rolls altered her orders. And the bird is here, which means... And he just looks Atticus in the eye and taps his pistol and his sword and says, Decorative. And now we hunt. Um, Toby did get the weapons. And she yeah, stowed them, them in the, the carriage. carriage oh, because Toby shit. was supposed to deliver them to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she kept the bird with void stain. Mm-hmm. So Valentine mm-hmm. is unarmed for the hunt. Love it. I Love know that. Where they're supposed to go. <laughs> he said house. He said <laughs> house. He, house? Oh, he said house. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's okay. He's just like decorative. Void stain um, looks to both of you and says, "Well, I also have some concerns." Uh, the captain and I decided to form a, a bit of an alliance with apologies to you, Lord Van Houten, but I lack your stunning physique and ability to crush things with my hand, and I, I didn't win the, the race. So she and I were going to team up to try and win the Duke's affection, and this means I'll be on my own, which, as you can see, is not the complete package. Well then, uh, what say you to teaming up with me, seeing as to how Captain Rolls has seemingly abandoned you? Respectfully, sir, I believe that our odds are worse if we team up because I will make you look a lot worse. With Captain Rawls, she's pretty far behind, so like we bounce each other out. But so, <laughs> hang on, what was your plan then? Well, that she and I would woo the Duke, and then she can even go back on her space adventures. But you know, uh, well, I might- I'm wooing the Duke. Yeah, but presumably you're going to stay here and rule. Yeah, I was going to say the other thing is. Uh, Lord Voidstain's point is, uh, between Rawls and Lord Voidstain, they'd both been, shall we say, underperforming. That's correct. Overlooked Capable of so much, but overlooked Mm -hmm. during this race. You are not being overlooked. Teaming up with another candidate who perhaps is would lower your standing and make your ultimate goal less likely to occur. I also fear with... A stature and face and, and physique like yours that if we did indeed woo the Duke, he would probably just spend his time smooching you and not me, which is of concern. Well, I wear it, my heart on my sleeve, good lord. And that is very generous of you to say. Valentine says, trying to keep Atticus away from walking down the smooch path because yeah. that's just going to be a 20-minute carriage conversation he can't afford. <laughs> uh, do you have any weapons, sir? Uh, 
looks at his hands. He says, well, I was trained in martial arts, but mostly my weapon lies in, and he like twists his cane and, and like reveals the, the blade on it. And he, he says, remember this? I believe I tried to stab the captain with it. This I trained with the sword and I, I am aware of some techniques. Uh, it will not be great for the hunt though. I was rather hoping to hunt with, with a, a rifle of some sort, but- uh, Excellent. Where your rifles were in your home, I assume. Yes, and admittedly, they were worse than the pistols. So perhaps I could ask Clarence for my pistols back. Yes, perhaps. Uh, well, that's going to take a moment to think and be like, we have one working rifle currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have no weapons. And an old man who people are trying to assassinate. Well, I don't know how old he is. He's, but he's not old. <laughs> that's that, perhaps he's, he's, not a, he's a young man with the spirit of yes. a seven-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we have one working rifle. A young man with the spirit of a 67-year-old droopy dog inside him, wearing <laughs> pajamas, who's unarmed, and has snipers sitting on his property waiting to kill him after they burn down his house to frame him. I'm unarmed. <laughs> we don't know where Eli or Morgan are. They have a dead chaos space marine that is key to our success and winning over the king in favor of Atticus. They also have my weapons, which are highly illegal, in a carriage, and we don't know where. And we still have to go to the hunt. <laughs> what a gift. Uh, you know, in these moments, traditionally, Ryan, Valentine has had a song to carry uh, people through. <laughs> Is there a song he sings in the carriage <laughs> to, to buoy the spirits of himself this time? <laughs> Singing a song is ultimately for others. But humming a song... As for oneself. <laughs> Emperor. <laughs> Emperor. Uh, Atticus, uh, I know the uh, enormity of this. Well, I mean, he just laid it all out. Well, how is how's Atticus feeling in this? Uh, Atticus is in a people carrier with his power fist and people with not enough weaponry to face insurmountable odds. He does this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that doesn't worry him. Failing the mission worries him. Um, If... uh, uh, if that was all said out loud, I, it I, was. It was not. He would I, not yeah, make that. Oh, I thought you said it all. No, loud. That's uh, what it I would be to British sure if he said it aloud. Yeah. Right. Just that's... the last thing was, and we still have to go to a hunt. Yeah. Right. Fair, that's fair, all fair. Okay. Said all right. Yeah, that yeah. does change Atticus's situation. That yeah, I was yeah. like, oh wow, he's taking this really well. Yeah. No. No. Uh, 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 yeah. Atticus is thinking like, right. Well, then, give my rifle to Valentine. I've got old righty over here, and uh, well. I thought maybe we needed to protect Voidstein, but no major loss there. And this is the point as he's humming to himself and thinking, Valentine realizes what they need to do. And he he stops the carriage for a moment. And he looks to Atticus. And he says, Sir, might I make a suggestion? Yes. Could you knock out Lord Voidstein for me? What? Uh, lefty. Uh. <laughs> uh, it turns out the way of the blade, not particularly great at defending against getting socked in the jaw. He's tired. He also didn't sleep. Uh, he goes down easier than that warden. 
he's not liquored up and fresh so (laughs) just quick punch in the face and i think it is like one of those like uh movie things where like the camera perspective shifts to your fist so just like (laughs) bashes in and he just like falls backward into the chair bounces off the chair bangs his head off the the bench and and is down sorry sir no that's fine i was i thought i was pulling that You pulled it just enough. Uh, And he's going to basically rip down some upholstery uh, and he's going to tie Voidstain's hands and feet and just hogtie the man. And then he's going to gag him. And then he's just going to haul him out of the carriage and back into the woods in a ditch. And he's going to take Toby and he's going to go and put Toby on top of him inside the ditch and say, stay. (laughs) And then he's going to remember where this is. They could pick him up later. But now they can go to a hunt and not have to supervise an idiot in pajamas with no weapons. Frankly, he just gets to be out of the competition. (laughs) Valentine may need to trade him or murder him, but he's not going to be our fucking problem when everything else is already a shit fest. Mm. Now it's just Atticus and Valentine. So he's hidden. He can't move even if he wakes up and he can't make any sounds. Time to go to <laughs> Valentine sits back down and his humming now is so legitimately cheerful. <laughs> Atticus hands his rifle over over to you. Excellent. You may actually need to carry this, uh, sir, once we arrive. Oh, I thought maybe you, uh, as my second, could carry my gun for okay. me. I will carry it for you, and when we reach a creature that needs to be hunted, I can hand it over. Well, all right, doesn't seem quite... That much fun. And but. then he like lifts his <laughs> daredevil thing yeah. and throws you a wink. Oh. <laughs> Lowers it back down. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, he'll say, uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to a hunt, baby. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Brian LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside game master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about are thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.